The following podcast is a Rock Corps Radio production. recording so welcome to another edition of the sci-files i'm jamie i am here with with danny and axel and tonight's its topic will be ghost in the shell we're going to get axel's view to start with on how he feels about the movie and the comparison to the original series, what he likes and dislikes about the changes, and then we'll move on to Danny. I actually really enjoyed the movie. There was nothing about it I disliked. It was, uh, it followed the anime very well. It uh, was very in line with the anime. It, I actually liked the fact that it was a prequel to the anime series rather than trying to redo uh, one of the movies from the anime series. I thought that that was a really clever, well-done way of going about it because I was worried about trying to translate the anime into live action and have them redo a story that's already been done and been seen many, many times, Uh, especially on Cartoon Network where it was repeated for like two years (laughs) over and over again. So, in general, as a film, I really liked it. I, along with, I will say, some other major anime lovers, actually did have a couple problems with it. Um, But in general, I think it, as a sci-fi film, you know, especially, like, the graphics were amazing, like, just... They really did do a good job with the storyline. Even the casting seemed to go turn out. It turned out pretty well to me. It all worked out pretty well. But yeah, just a, just a couple issues for me comparing it to the anime. Um, I'll mention the Puppet Master. I won't necessarily go into major details, but just twenty five oh one. But yeah, there's there's just a couple of issues for me. Overall, I really enjoyed the film. It's definitely a great pace, you know, just like the anime. It really holds your attention and it tells a great story. And like I said, those graphics, man, they they pulled off some some sick shit with that one. Yeah, you didn't even need the LSD to enhance it like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> My opinion on the movie was from being a fan of the original series and from having copies of pretty much the whole series and a few of the movies. I think I have them all. I ain't going to claim that 
outright because I'm sure there's one or two I've missed, but I thought it was interesting the way they combined the first episode of Ghost in the Shell standalone complex with the first movie Ghost in the Shell. However, I also thought that it was kind of strange the way they changed the uh, main character's background. They also changed uh, the secondary character's histories, which I didn't quite understand why they did that, because even if they wanted to make the changes to Kosanagi, they didn't need to do it to everyone else. They could have still played the storyline out the way they did with the movie without those changes. So I rather thought that was interesting. I really felt that they had changed something with the background there, and I couldn't pinpoint what it was because it's been a while since I've watched the animes or the or the you know the films. Yeah. But I really felt like they had done something. Oh yeah, they totally changed their histories. If you remember the character of Bato, okay, he lost his eyes in military service, and that's how he got the eyes he got was from the Rangers. And in this, he um, loses his eyes due to a bomb going off in his face and Kosanagi taking the brunt of it. I mean, there are so many so of these changes they made that I, I just kind of sat there wondering why. I, well, I do feel like they, play, they played out well, though, like with like the movie, like with the sequencing, how it was going. It worked out well. Maybe they wanted... They just wanted to do it just a little bit different to not like copy exactly. I mean, you know, it's Hollywood. Like a reboot. At least the people who did, and I'm gonna just say that I I will just call it a reboot for Ghost in the Shell, because I think the people who did it actually did a much better job than any other company has done doing a reboot for a character. Yeah, but that's the thing uh, in a lot of animes the. Uh, and even in Ghost in the Shell, you see it from the actual movie to the point where it goes to the series. They make changes that are not in line previously, uh, and they, they retcon it for what is canon for what you're watching. So if you watch the first two movies of Ghost in the Shell, they're parallel. They're a part of the same continuum. But the anime series is different. It's not part of the movie continuum. Oh, Together. a lot of people get that impression, but I wasn't even aware of that. after the first season, mm -hmm. and it's the way they wrote it on purpose. The um, first Ghost in the Shell movie takes place after season one, and in between that and season two, that's actually where the first Ghost in the Shell movie fits in, mm -hmm. and it confuses the hell out of a lot of people when they don't realize that's what they did. But it took me several times of watching things through to figure out that's where that actually was meant to be. Yeah, I watched stuff at different times, just like randomly yeah. over the years, okay. so I definitely didn't pick up on, so, on that. So, I mean, if you're going along that route, though, but you got to say, at the end of, I think it's the first movie, mm -hmm. she's in a child's body mm -hmm. because her main body gets blown away, Yeah, basically. and they make multiple references in the second season to the fact that she had that experience. Yes, but they don't explain in the second movie how she gets her body back because those... Oh, no, they never do. They came first before the series. The two movies came before the series, and yeah, they might be referencing the... Yeah, because they wrote the um, series around the movies, which I thought was an ingenious way of doing it. 
but there's still differences between the movie yeah. in, oh, yeah. in, in the background. And I mean, I mean, that's when you look at anime versus live action and how they make changes in a live action show to an anime show that uh, they've done, which like one that's coming up that I've already seen the previews for, Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. I'm very interested in to see what changes they make in that. But even, I mean, I'm referencing Full Metal Alchemist, I mean, you've got the uh, Full Metal Alchemist series, mm -hmm. and then which is beginning to end the series, and then you have Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, yeah. which is. I'm just hoping they don't make. Um, now I'm losing the name of the character, the short blonde kid with the metal arm. Mm -hmm. I'm Edward. just yeah. I'm hoping they don't make Edward the um, metal-bodied uh, brother. No. no, they didn't. Because in the preview, you, know, you can even see that they don't. Oh, but that, that's good. my point: is the live-action movie? They do have the, the, the brother anime. in the metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uniform. In, yeah. In, in the preview, they do. Um, but that's the thing: in an anime continuum, uh, Full Metal Alchemist is is one of my points. Tenchi Moyu is an ex an extreme example of this. They write different continuums mm -hmm. for the storylines that they come up with for the story. So it doesn't bother me that the movie has some differentiation from the series because to me that's kind of like watching an OAV anime mm -hmm. uh, versus uh, a TV release anime well, if versus a movie adaptation of an anime yeah. which is in the anime world all replete with differences. So One of the things I... I actually thought was interesting, yet I can't see them getting away with not having done it, mm -hmm. was changing some of the way Kosanagi's actual character worked. Um, I know they changed the tank scene. I know they changed the way her um, thermal optic body worked. Mm -hmm. They actually gave her a look, look like a patchwork suit because, well, they couldn't ha actually have her do what she does. Yeah, I was really just... bothered by it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I couldn't get past the suit like every every time. I'm I'm staring at the screen, going, "Why does it bother me?" Because it looked uglier than if she was actually full nude. <laughs> and yeah, we just we just wanted wanted to see ScarJo nude, right? <laughs> in the <laughs> I wanted to elaborate on what Axel was saying with animes in general, with the different continuums. You, most of the animes we get start as a manga which mm -hmm. is a Japanese comic, and look at our comics and how many different universes, like, they end up with. So you get in the same type of deal, just from a different culture. So, it, you oh, know, yeah. you got to really think you're going to have a lot of different adaptions of, of I'm stories. I'm just sad and... that our best U.S. comic is dead. <laughs> you know, um, Robin Williams? Yeah. I mean... Right. I would have loved to have seen him in Ghost in the Shell. Thanks, thanks, you know, thanks for bringing like like the tears out, man. Damn. There you go. Break my heart. And the tone of the show. <laughs> All thanks to Jamie. Well, hey, my mind's in the gutter. Why not? Yeah. So yeah, for me, it just it really was. I saw before going to it. Uh, I got to see, uh, I looked up what some of the critics had said, and they, they all pretty much said that it was a visually stunning movie. Yes. But story-wise and plot-wise, it failed to 
capture the senses and I'm like I, I don't totally think so. dis- well, yeah I totally disagree the, with that the only thing the opening credits was missing was that warning a lot of video games used to have about <laughs> epileptic seizures right <laughs> seeing as I used to be freaking you know thrown into seizures from lights and random shit like that yeah well yeah right. I used to have that problem too but then I discovered if I backed off on the coke <laughs> <laughs> Just lay off the drugs a little. It helps. So, yeah. I I just don't... I, I thought the story was great. I yeah. Mean, and I, like I said, uh, right at the beginning, I really liked the fact that it was it was more of a prequel than a redo. I, and anything. it kind of did feel, feel yeah. that that yeah, way. It's, yeah, I'm going to stick with it. It seemed much more like a reboot than a prequel like they were because they did change enough of the background to take the story in a completely different direction and i'm sure that's probably what they were planning to do with it i just didn't like turning 2501 into a a dude that had a, a human history and past when he was software evolved before well yeah well that was yeah that was the first movie was the ghost in the shell was uh, the and, puppet master. Yes, mm-hmm. and he was an adaptation of like all I said, of the I'm, human, I'm not going into that. Like that one seemed to the human thought and human emotion people. that were pervading the the you know cybernet. Well, that and he had a crush on Kosanagi, which proved he was human. Mm. Right. But <laughs> but I didn't see him as the puppet master. I didn't even see him as the laughing man from the series. Yeah, because those were two separate characters. Yeah. I mean, the Puppet Master, he got his nickname because of the ghost hacking. Yep. Whereas wow. the um, Laughing Man never hacked in exactly a person. I mean, he did Oh, he did their, all the time. He hacked their visual reception, but he didn't alter their memory. No. Yeah, that's where there's a big difference there. Yeah, it was the group that was pretending to be the Laughing Man that were hacking memories. Yep. And most people miss that fine point. Yep. Speaking of fine and points, what was ours? <laughs> I it, well, I think we were opinions? on the critics at the moment. Yeah, at the critics. And I've actually read so, so far that it's... Which ways would you like to beat a critic? <laughs> you know, that's been one of my biggest problems with people who critique movies and whatnot. You actually have to be invested to an extent in the genre that you're critiquing. You yeah. can't take well, and body armor. You can't. You can't take. <laughs> I mean, all these. That was one of the big ones that I had was that big all these critics pan on a, a child's a child's movie and say, "Oh, it wasn't that great. Wasn't that great. Wasn't that great." But yet you go talk to the kids, and the kids love it, and it's a blockbuster because all the kids want to go see it. And it's like, well, if you want to critique a kid's movie, you talk to the kids. You don't talk to a 45-year-old adult writing a column for a newspaper. Or you at least talk to the 45-year-old that that sister and watches Disney movies all day long with every kid, you know, in DreamWorks. Well, for that, you go to the old folks' home, because there you've got 50-, 60-year-old people who still think they're 12 years old. Right? (laughs) They probably would give some of the best reviews. (laughs) They'd be honest. And then they wouldn't remember actually giving them later. (laughs) When did we have this discussion? (laughs) 
So to properly critique Ghost in the Shell, I think you would have had to have seen all of the animes and uh, the movies and the series, and then take a look at it from that perspective rather than seeing it as, you know, from the totally blank perspective of this is a sci-fi movie and I'm going to view it as a sci-fi movie. I'm not going to view it as a genre movie because I don't know anything about the animes. And most people don't really know much about that series. Yes. It's they just know it looks cool. Those, yeah, it's iconic to those who have actually yeah. seen all of it. And, and that's where... As for seeing the whole thing and then comparing it with the movie, I'm wondering, do you mean watching it drunk, sober, or stoned? Because I've done all three. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter at that point. <laughs> I mean, How when I got really movie? drunk, I almost agreed with with some of the critics out there. But Can't change your, your perspective a little bit. It's what they call the beer goggles. <laughs> yeah. You know, all, all of a sudden, yes, the visuals were beyond stunning. The, the story just moved too quick to keep up, but the room was spinning pretty fast, too. <laughs> That's not how I view it. I view it, you know, I'm going to, I'm, if I'm going to watch a movie and I'm going to critique it, well, first off, I'm not going to watch a movie I'm not going to like. Yeah. I, I know what I'm going to like or not like in the beginning right. before I even go see it. I mean, that's not to say that I haven't been surprised before. Or like, disappointed. Or disappointed. I mean, yeah, there are movies, I, there are movies out there that were just absolutely horrible and I can't believe I sat through the whole thing thinking it was going to be a great movie, and I'm like, why didn't I walk out after the first half an hour? Okay, I have <laughs> a question for you, forward. though. Because you, like, you say, like, you won't see a movie, like, if you don't know anything about, like, the genre or anything about it. Like, would you recommend the movie to somebody that knows nothing about the anime? Yes, I would, actually. Because for, if you know nothing about the anime, they put enough of the story in the movie itself that you can actually understand what the movie's I'll, about from I'll watching I'll agree it. with that. Yeah, from watching the movie. Um, I definitely so, think I would tell them to watch the anime and, yeah. you know, the movies oh, as well. Definitely. definitely, you know, go get on if freaking you want, Netflix if you or whatever. Get the you want the full fan experience, you know, watch the whole go thing. Or to, oh, go otaku on it. <laughs> go otaku on it, yeah, exactly. And then buy a big Japanese fan, too. <laughs> No, I think I'd I'd want a katana. <laughs> I'll I'll go with the katana. <laughs> oh, you know what? I if if I'm gonna, Wakazashi was easier to get away with. I if if I'm and gonna, most people don't expect them. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna be saying you know what I want, I'll I'll go with the full day show. So. <laughs> You're gonna ride the horse too. Yeah, sure. You give me the horse, <laughs> and I will ride it away from the people uh, with the nodachis. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now we're spouting Japanese terms that people are going to be like, what? <laughs> what, are they okay. what are they talking about? I would be the guy crazy enough to be chasing you with two Tachis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This, he's, this... Like, he's like thinking he's like in some episode of Bleach or something. <laughs> he keeps mentioning larger and larger swords and I keep going to smaller ones. <laughs> yep, this is the educational part of the program. Please Google no Dachi if you want to know what it is. <laughs> Remember, we're not talking about lewd parts, even though the words all do sound dirty. <laughs> so yeah. And yes, it can be a little lewd to get Tachi with the Tachi. <laughs> what do you give Jamie before these, before these shows? 
<laughs> what are we feeding you? <laughs> I used to do stand-up comedy at Harvey's, so... Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I had just seen today, I think, in the news that uh, Ghost in the Shell is on track to flop, actually, because it's only I made, read that. And it's only no. made, like, about 60 million so far. These are the same critics who said Trump wouldn't get elected, so... <laughs> Oh, I knew Trump or Hillary, either one of them. It was going to be Trump or Hillary, and that's what it came down to. Right. Yeah. Okay. All I can say is one thing I learned from doing stand-up is how to duck a beer bottle. Well, you know what? If critics are saying it's going to flop, all I can say is tell you know tell people go out there and see it. Yeah. It, go go and see the movie. It, it's, it's a good movie. It, it is. A, it's definitely a good movie. And I think the reason that you know it's only made so much that it is the the, the reason it's made sixty million so far is because of the fandom. Right. That, that's going to see it. Because we're all like, must go. Yeah, Take yeah. our money. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> for a reboot, I would say they did a much better job than the people who did Star Wars. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Episode, episode seven was... Just, it was episode four. It was episode four all over again. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I we all know. It, it was the episode where everyone dies. <laughs> And I think Scarlett Johansson was Rogue actually... One. Yeah. <laughs> Rogaine one? Rogue One was good. Yeah. I think Scarlett I Johansson was a good choice for, for Major. I, 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 saw... I do too, surprisingly. I wasn't so sure about it when I first heard the casting, but I think she did really well. I saw a She's concept like a Tomb Raider type character almost. Yeah. But hotter. <laughs> I, I know, know we're all thinking it. I, I don't know about that. I mean, I mean between Angelina Jolie and... Okay, maybe her. Angelina when she was, like, Laura Croft, but I don't yeah, know. Nowadays, no. she's... She, yeah. yeah, now she's she lost it a little. Yeah, now she's eating an ass tuck and... But yeah, I saw concept art that uh, apparently they had uh, Margot Robbie in mind no. to play Major. That would so, have been terrible. I saw the concept art no. with Margot Robbie hey, in the, they in the outfit. With Tom Cruise. I mean, he has aged so bad. I mean, he was hot the last time he did a Mission Impossible, but after that, he, he got the face that sank a thousand ships. <laughs> I don't know. I I actually want to see Jack Reacher too. I haven't seen it yet. I liked, but I, I liked the I want first to see one. It. Yeah, it so, I thought the first one. Was and I good. liked what was it? Uh, what what was the one that he kept like a repeating time or whatever? Groundhog uh, Day. No. On the war uh, on the battlefield. Oh. Uh, yeah, something live die repeat. Yeah, whatever the heck that was. That, oh, that was actually that, that was, was actually pretty cool. That was, like, that was cool. I've seen the previews too. Remind me of Starship Troopers, seen, but you know, but yeah. like Groundhog Day yes. meets Starship Troopers. Yeah, that's yeah. my impression from the um, previews, but I never actually saw the movie. And from what a few really? people told me, they said if you've actually seen all the trailers for it, there's no need. You to watched see the movie. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually liked it. it yeah. yeah, definitely. And you bring up Starship Troopers, and Starship Troopers was also a good sci-fi flick. Uh, and even 
the second one that came out that never made it to the theaters went straight to DVD. There's like there's like five of those yeah. things now. Oh, and like a couple so. animated ones. The second one ones. was really good. Oh, and it it uh, it was like filmed. Didn't in like the second days. one have like the main guy from the first one as no. like a? No, they no. didn't have that. I would have swore they brought him back in three. Yeah. Um, I do remember so, him being in, in another one. Three or four, something like I, that. I haven't if seen you're a big the second fan one. of Starship Troopers, this is one that's going to blow your mind. They actually had dun, a cartoon dun, series. Dun. Yep. And they did a better job with the cartoon series than they did with that's the That's what movies. I said. They yep. had the animated one, too. Yep. Yeah. Thanks to my man, I know that stuff. <laughs> Starship Truckers. <laughs> Starship Truckers? That would oh be a God. cool show. I don't know why. <laughs> No, that was an episode of Cowboy <laughs> I just think of Spaceballs in the Winnebago. <laughs> oh, they're doing another Spaceballs. Yes, the search for more money. Yes. They are I, finally doing it. I want to see that one. They need to have the um, ship from Firefly spoofed in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the Serenity. <laughs> I would watch these. <laughs> I would. Chased by Reavers. <laughs> I, I think we, I think we, you know, we're on another point at some, at some. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the, question, the question now is, is what do you guys think about the fact that they didn't cast uh, a Japanese actor for Major and they cast Scarlett Johansson instead? I dislike how much whitewashing there really is in Hollywood, but in this picture, like it worked, and she, you know, the casting, like she did a very good job yeah. of it. I so I'm 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 totally okay with it. I actually liked uh, the fact that um, they, the, the head guy, the leader of Section Nine, whose name I cannot think of right now, <laughs> um, bad me, slap my hand, somebody. There you go. Um, the fact that he only spoke Japanese in the movie, mm -hmm. I thought that that was very cool. Yes. And um, I, uh, I wasn't sure about the fact that. In the movie, Bato doesn't look Asian at all. Mm -hmm. He looks very Swede, Nordic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, in the yes. anime, so. Well, he he looks like the love child between, um, what was that, Keith or Sutherland, and what was the other actor? I don't know, but he's a... Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> Malcolm McDowell. I just totally okay. think, like, he, he looks like futuristic that, Viking. <laughs> yeah. Bato was, wasn't Japanese to begin with. So... For them to use a Japanese character yeah. for him would have been bad. As for the major, they gave her a very American-looking prosthetic body to begin yes. with in every rendition I've seen. So yep. I don't think that it was a bad thing that they... No, I don't at all. In fact, I think she uh, could have spent more time out of the uniform than in, but... <laughs> uh, Although, okay. I, mean, I really wanted to who... see what Bato looked like about the shirt, too, but they never did... I mean, they just ain't playing fair. You know, I gotta say that, like, some people may give me hell, but, like, my my kids were actually watching this one, like, four and five years old. And, like, my five-year-old boy was completely entranced. <laughs> like, I've never seen him, like, enjoy a live-action movie. I don't know if it was, you know, the boobs on the scar <laughs> or what. <laughs> you know, maybe it was the visuals, but he actually sat and was, like, totally in tune to this film. Introducing to Xena, Warrior Princess. Right. <coughs> Gabriella. <laughs> yeah, before oh, or yeah, after the, the boob job. 
Why not you both? Know, you asked about, like, you know, the cat, how, how we feel about the casting and stuff. All I gotta say is, like, you know, I really hope when they actually get around to doing the live-action Mulan, please don't cast white people in that shit. I, you know, I don't the think they are. Black. I, I think they are, too, and I, I want to cry. <laughs> I, I don't actually think they are. I think it is going to be an Asian cast. They They better... Yeah. There's there's some films I I'm okay with it on. There's others that I would just I would probably have to like go burn down Hollywood. <laughs> okay, I've seen one too many classic films where half the um, characters who are supposed to be Asians or Asian extras are played by Mexicans. <laughs> they work cheaper. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna. You're gonna put it like that. They work. Period. No, I'm saying like my hey, my man's half half Hispanic, and like, dude, he's he's they he's a worker. Work. He is a worker. They, they work. Period. I mean, it's, they it's they a, don't they don't have that lazy American attitude. It's amazing. The first it's, thing anybody learns is, dame dineros, uh, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people go see the movie. And damanos de neros. And a little less sugar for Jamie next door next time. So yeah, oh, basically this is me my sober. You should see me drunk. Uh, yeah, uh, my since uh, we're we're getting the signal, I think. My final thoughts on the movie are pretty much the same as my initial thoughts on the movie was it was a good frickin' movie and everybody just needs to go see it. And if you don't, then you suck. Ditto. Hey, and if you feel like sucking that hard, well, I might give you an audition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, one more edition of The Sci-Files Down. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. You can find us. Oh, and don't forget the tweeter. <laughs> the <laughs> you remember the tweeters. <laughs> yeah, just look for a rotten corpse ant. And God, we do love them tweeters. <laughs> can also listen to our our podcasts and download it from SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and for all things as disturbed as we are, <laughs> rottencorpsradio.com.